Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the jazz queen is talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. Your place for all things smooth. With the smoothest show on the internet radio, your host, the jazz queen. Good evening and welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. My name is Terry, a.k.a. the Jazz Queen. It is Tuesday, October 22nd, 2019. If you would like to join us in the chat room, it's open. Uh, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com. Click on Listen Live under BK Jackson's picture. That will bring you into the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485. 646-716-5485. We welcome your phone calls with questions or comments to BK. So the last time I had BK on was in February. It was when the Paradise CD uh, single was released from his new CD, Life of the Party. So I told him then we have to bring you back because we need to listen. You know, now he's back with the full CD. It's called Life of the Party. It's available now. And I think you guys are really going to like it. So BK, welcome back. Hey, thank you so much for having me. Oh, it's my pleasure. It is my pleasure. I'm so excited um, to have this music. I've been looking, waiting for it ever since we talked about Paradise and a little bit about the studio, but um, I've been waiting for this, so I finally got it and um, loving the tracks on it as well. Um, I asked you this before, but I'm going to ask you again. What is, what's, what's the feedback you're getting on this release? And the album has been greatly, greatly accepted. Um, I think any time an artist releases any type of, of uh, expression, literally doesn't matter if you're a graphic designer, if you're a painter, yeah. if you happen to be a musician like myself, you know, you're so proud to release it, but you also, you get those butterflies, you're nervous, you know, you don't really know what exactly, you know, the masses are going to think about it, but, I mean, the feedback has been phenomenal from, you know, different musicians in the industry. Uh, I had a chance to uh, to sit with... Um, with uh, Kim Waters and let him listen to some of the songs a couple months ago uh, oh, to to Dave Cause and join it as well. It's just been it's been great. And then getting out to you know my peers and and my fans that that I've listened to it. It's it's always great letting them kind of take the story and the baton and then and kind of spread the news about you know what they think about the album. It's just been great uh, hearing the feedback, the positive feedback um, from from everybody who's heard it so far. So I'm excited. I'm I'm really excited to have it finally out. It's been years. It's my baby right here. <laughs> but, but I was gonna say you've been so busy touring and everything. It's wonder you yeah. you know got it done. Man, it's like right, almost right before you go to sleep every time. You know, you kind of gut it out. Some nights I don't even go to sleep, um, especially when I'm on the road. You know, it's just, you know, I tell everybody, I've got, I've got two jobs. You know, I, I tour full-time and supporting other artists, but then, you know, I still got to go to work and put in overtime for myself. And so yeah. that's, it, it's a lot. It's a lot, but I wouldn't trade it for the world. I love what I do, um, and that's what keeps me going. I can tell. I can tell. You do. <laughs> Yeah, from looking at your Facebook page and the pictures of you on stage and all of that, I can definitely tell you enjoy what you do for yeah. sure. Yeah. All right, let me welcome to the chat room, Ollie. Ollie, welcome. Uh, good to see you this evening. And um, all right, so let me ask you about the CD cover. I really like the design and the graphics on this. Did you design this? I did not design it. It's, it's literally my vision, but the execution of, of a fat brother of mine, um, this entire project, uh, about a couple of years ago, um, I don't know if you guys are hip to Issa Rae. Remember, Issa Rae's got the big show 
um, on uh, one of those, like HBO stars or something like that, Insecure. Um, and so uh, she she was talking about how she started her her project, which started literally on YouTube and then blew up to HBO picking it up. Um, and she said, well, everything that I've done, I've put my friends in it, literally everything. And at that time, I was always trying to, you know, get this star, get that star, get the best of this and get the best of that. Um, so when I came down to this project, I literally started embodying what she was saying. Um, and the person that did the artwork is a guy I went to college with, um, a guy that I, I was happy to to, uh, to invite into the house of my fraternity and, um, you know, a good friend of mine. And uh, his name is uh, Lamont Howard. He's out of New York uh, now, um, but he is an amazing graphic designer and uh, he designed uh, the artwork. I, I just went to him and said, I need something young, fresh and fly. And this is what we get. <laughs> I love it, and I am a font person. I, I'm I'm like a font addict, so I love the fonts. Uh-huh. And I was trying to find the font, actually, so that I could use it on the flyer, but I wasn't able to find it. But I love the I love it. He did a great job on this. Great job. Thank you, thank you so much. Yeah. I appreciate that. See, next time I um I have to send them to you. See, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm definitely a font person. I'm like, oh, I love fonts. So as soon as I saw this, that's the Life of the Party font, and then your name. And did, who did your logo? Because I really like the logo too. So the logo was also him. Like he 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 went to work on this. I can't even lie. Um, mm-hmm. He went to work on on this particular project. Um, I know the font for BK Jackson. Um, I believe is a is a font that he found um, or, or something like that. But Life of the Party. He actually created that. That's not yeah. a fun. That is like, wow. when, when we when we dug into it um, to do the revisions and things like that, and I actually saw the file in Photoshop, and I was like, I stopped and just literally had to stop and clap. I'm like, Look, I thought it was, I thought it was, I mean, you know, it's great, but you didn't know exactly what what it went in. I mean, we're talking layers upon layers upon layers for him to yeah. get that life of the party out. So, you know, he's very talented in himself and, and he's under twenty five. Uh and that's that's what the type of the type of talent I was looking for. That young, youthful, vibrant, um, kinda hungry uh talent that's out there. And that's why I was I was able to get and somebody that I went to school with every day at FAMU. So shout out to HBCUs all over the world. And uh <laughs> And uh, shout out to my man Lamont for coming through uh, with this uh, artwork for the record. Yes, indeed. It's beautiful. He did a great job. Great job. All right. Let's listen to some music. Um, I'm going to start with Agape because I was listening to that before you came on. And Mm -hmm. um, listening to the different the little sound effects on this this release, I'm like, wow. Because it kind of reminds me a little bit of what um, um, Nicholas has on his CD, the different Mm -hmm. sound effects. Oak holder and all of that, and that's what yeah. I'm hearing in Agape. So tell me about this song. Uh, this particular song, the guy that produced or co-produced this album with me um, is by the name of Julian Cruz, uh, Jay Cruz, and he's out of Tampa, Florida originally, but we met in Tallahassee where he was living at the time, uh, and I was going to school at FAMU, um, and now he's in L.A. and is in a band with Skrillex, Skrillex, who's one of the biggest DJs in the world. Um, and mm. doing production for a lot more other artists now. But um, Jay Cruz is what we call him. And Jay Cruz uh, had a, I said, hey, we, you know, we get burned out. You're always creating songs, 
creating songs left, creating songs right, trying to write this, trying to write that. I say, you know what? What do you have that's already done? Let me just go through your library of songs. And mm. I found Agape in this library of songs. And it's just so funny because J. Cruz, you know, really ha- is not that literate in jazz or smooth jazz at all, which is why I wanted him to co-produce this record with me. Um, but when I went to him, I said, hey, man, we're going to do this. He's like, are you sure? I'm like, trust me, put this out and um, um, give me this. Let's change this here. We, we formatted the song. And when I, when I was done with it, um, I, I remember letting uh, one of my uh, mentors here, he goes by the name of uh, Michael O'Neill out of L.A., and we were sitting in his studio, and he does uh, music for big films and is on tour with George Benson for many years still to this day, Natalie Cole, Barbara Streisand, like all these big stars. So we're listening to him, and he says, you know, at the end, it just needs a little bit of punch at the end. You should hold a note at the end, and that'll bring it in. So once we went back and made the revisions that he gave to me, it just felt like love. The whole song just felt like love, and not just romantic love, just that unconditional love. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, every song I do, a gospel song, and this doesn't have those traditional gospel elements. But what this is, is literally my love letter to Christ um, for all the blessings that he's given me, and it's my way, and it's it's my my song to him um, that I put out on every every record, and that's how I came up with Agape. Ah, very nice, very nice. All right, here we go with Agape.
BK Jackson's new CD, Life of Party, that is Agape. Uh, okay, so tell me about the um, sound effects, the vocalizations there. Ah, uh, so we have recorded the song, and uh, the artist singing in there is her name's Yellow Soul. And so we have we had she literally was the uh, she was a friend of the producer and would come to the sessions and just hang out, literally just hang out in the studio all the time. Like it wasn't like you know she was necessarily kind of putting input or anything. She was just there. So it's like we all went to family together. So it was like you know nothing for her to just pull up and just have a good time. But she sings as well. So I was like you know I wonder if I could just like you know do you mind just singing this line. In the in the um, in the booth one time that she sounds way better than I do, but it was just something like this, <laughs> this melody, this underlining melody that I heard, um, and that's how I got I got we got her in there. Well, once we recorded her on that, um, Jay Cruz, who's just a phenomenal uh, producer, literally took those sound bites and started pitching them up, down, and chopping them, and that's how you got that effect. Um, you know, then we EQ'd it a little bit, delay, reverb in the background, and that's how you get that effect that goes, you know, pretty much the entire song. Oh, that's so nice. So nice. Thank you. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, so I'm going to play Life of the Party next. Now, I know that yeah. you are, and your fans also know that you are currently on tour with Trombone Shorty. Yeah. Um, and also on this, this, playing on this um, track. Tell me about this song. Man, Life of the Party, obviously, is the title track. And, um, you know, I wanted whatever the title track for this record was going to be. It just needed to, to have a little bump to it. Um, and I, I thought when I looked at the album, you know, it was where could I collaborate with, with Tremo Shorty on this particular record? This song kind of came out perfectly just because, you know, this song really is our relationship. Um, being out with him for the last four years, you know, we clown together, you know, we, we've had heart to hearts. Um, we've, you know, we've, we've shared things and then we've experienced, you know, great, you know, musical moments on stage, uh, both musically and just, you know, monumental moments, you know, as far as opening up for some of the amazing artists or sharing the stage with artists that we look up to. And I'm talking Usher, Rolling Stones, Foo Fighters, uh, the list literally just goes on and on. And so Life of the Party really is a conversation between myself and Trombone Shorty of us just clowning, having fun, doing what we do, um, and standing out, you know, in, in that. So this just got a nice little hip-hop vibe to it that kind of goes, you know, throughout the entire song. And, you know, my motivation for this was JC and Kanye West um, watched the Throne album with them just going back and forth. And just all those great hip-hop songs that we love where you get multiple artists just, you know, kind of going back, even back to uh, Slick Rick with Dougie Fresh. You know, all those songs that we love where two artists mm-hmm. kind of go back and forth at it. You know, in jazz, you don't really get that. A lot of times you might have one artist take a solo or you might have another artist play the second chord, say play, uh, play the second verse or something. But there's not much kind of back and forth on one melody idea outside of improvisation. And I just wanted to bring that type of structure to this particular song. All right. Here's the title track, Life of the Party.
You know, that kind of reminds me of a college marching band on the field. Oh, yeah. 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 That was pretty <laughs> a lot cool. of horns. Like We're coming at you with a lot of horns. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. I like that. Very nice. Very nice. I'm talking to saxophonist B.K. Jackson about his new release, Life of the Party. Um, it is available now. If you would like to call in with a question or a comment, the phone number is 646-716-5485. So you say you've been with um, Trombone for four years. And yep. um, and as I mentioned before, I've seen the pictures on your Facebook page of you being on stage, and you guys are just having yeah. a great time, and yeah. just loving what you're doing. I I totally can see that. Totally can get that. <laughs> How has your time with uh, trombone um, kind of kind of um, influenced you or your music? Um, I think the biggest thing that I learned from trombone shorty is. Um, you know, trombone, trombone shorty, and he's—I call him Troy because that's his, his real name. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if, if you hear me say Troy, that's who I'm referring to. Uh, but but trombone shorty has an approach that is, that is diff, different in the sense of he already comes out playing trombone. That's <laughs> let's just stop. I mean, you know, before that, I mean, outside of the actual jazz world, I mean, what is there? Jeff Bradshaw, um, you know, and if you know Greg Boyer from the D.C. area, you know, definitely mm-hmm. legends, but. Now, those are only the top two that I can name recently, you know, that are that are actively aggressively pursuing just the trombone, right? So he's already got this loud instrument. He's from New Orleans, but the music that we play isn't necessarily traditional New Orleans jazz. Um, it's so influenced by rock. And what I learned from him was, you know, you take what you learn, take the roots, take the root of who you are, and mix it with what it is that you like. And you know, ironically, if you listen, if you get a chance to just talk to him, you know, when he first started, there was a lot of people that were saying, what are you doing? They weren't fans of the music, but the people were. The musicians were getting mad at him, but the people loved him. And when I started this album, you know, I really wasn't sure. I got a lot of clarification just from being around Tromo Shorty and watching him believe in his vision that it rubbed off on me aggressively. And that's kind of where I am now. You know, it's just, you know what, it might, you can't please everybody. You know, as no. musicians, we want to please a lot of musicians. Uh, but I stopped trying to please the musicians and started pleasing the people. And that's what, and that's the approach that I took on this particular record. I wanted something that people can dance to. You know, New Orleans has such a rich culture. It's centered at the root of it. It's centered around having a good time dancing and I mean they they, they they dance at the funerals, they dance at the weddings, they dance during Mardi Gras. I mean they dance and so, you know, I really wanted to bring that essence at the core, just that dance atmosphere and vibe to a CD that people could dance in the car. You can dance at the party. You can dance while you're getting ready and getting dressed to go out. You know, I just wanted to give you that opportunity uh, to have something that you can plug in and just know that you're going to be grooving the entire time. So now the time that you spent with Prince all mm-hmm. those years and learning from him, what did you take from that experience and you brought it into your time now with Trombone Shorty? With with Prince, Prince was my introduction to what it is to make it in the industry. What does that look like? You know, what does it look like to be on top? And I started there at 21. 
So, you know, it was a heck of an introduction, I can tell you that. But I also realized that it was only one way, you know, one way to go from there, and it was town. Um, and I say that, you know, just to paint a picture, but not literally. When I left Prince for Trombone Shorty, a lot of people were like, man, they, they took it literally, like you stepped down. It wasn't that. I noticed that the principles that, that have been instilled in me from Prince as far as believing in yourself and, and understanding who you are and what it is that you like, got drug out of me from Prince. Um, being being around him, but the process of how to create what it is that you feel, how to actually tap into yourself and dig deep into yourself to really articulate because what was happening, when I was with Prince, I was going into the studio with different producers and it was just like, I hear this, I think this, I feel this, but I couldn't say for instance, I want these 808s to hit like this. I want this drum to punch like this. I want, you know, the, the melody to be more melodic and not necessarily, you know, more vocal melodic than just a horn melody. I want people to be able to sing this as if it had words versus just, you know, sing syllables because it's just a horn melody. Um, and that was the approach that I wanted to take, but I did not, I couldn't articulate that. When I started watching Prince, take his ideas just out of thin air and start just putting them down in other instruments or, or recording them or giving us instruction from what was already in his mind. I was able to physically now see somebody, a genius at work, start from nothing, build nothing into something and see what that process looked like. When I got to trombone shorty, it literally was the same thing, except it was more gung ho and believing that even if this does not work, I'm cool with it because this is what I felt and this is where I'm at. And yeah, that's yeah. what I learned from the two, but they're so similar. Both talented musicians, both musically um, and artistically stubborn in, it, in the best way. You know, it's just, this is what I feel and this is what I want to release to the people. And it, they, they don't miss very often. <laughs> they, they, they shoot pretty, pretty well. They don't, they don't miss very often. So, you know, learning from them just to believe in yourself and go forward with what it is that the vision that you have in you, and that's good enough, is what I got from both of those guys. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. All right. The next track is Sound of Love. Tell me about this yeah. one and um, artists oh, that are here with you. Yes. So, 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 so is this song features uh, literally one of my best friends, Sherwin and the Loud Pack. Uh, we've written so many songs together. Um, Sherwood is out of Tallahassee. He's a guy that I met at Florida A&M University. And we all have those friends that, you know, you get together and you say, hey, man, when did, when exactly did we meet? Like, there is no definitive, definitive start time for our friendship. I just remember him being my friend. You know, I just, I remember a time before I knew him, and then I now I just, everything else has been, you know, Sherwood, that's my man. You know, like, literally, we hang out all the time. We do all the time together you know if, if i'm going to to go turn up or go to a party you know i'm here in atlanta he lives here in atlanta that's my first call you know hey man where you at this, where you at this weekend i bet this is where we going like this is literally like one of my best friends um and back to the isa about putting your friends on your projects this guy's a talented songwriter so i have wrote the music for the song already um and just a little gem on there uh you know obviously marcus anderson a very good that's my brother right there he's playing flute on this song in the background you know we had to sneak him in there right <laughs> but yeah 
Yeah, but um, but yeah. So I sent the song to Sherwood. I gave him the concept. Um, I said, look, we're, I'm looking for you know a love song on the album, um, and he's no problem. Got you. Wrote the song, sent it back. You know, it's like I like this, I don't like that. How about we change this? Literally, when he sent the track back, it was that's the cut, that's the cut. Sounds of Love is is you know I've got nine favorite songs on this album, but Sounds of Love is the one. I can't lie to you. It's it's definitely that that after hours vibe, you know, and it can go either way. Uh, you know, it can go before the party, it can go after the party. You know, it just depends, you know, where where you at with it. But it's it's one for the lovers for sure. And um, you know, we just wanted to, you know, figure out a way for uh, for us now that I'm older now to just enjoy being grown, and that's what this song is. <laughs> Did you get any school work done? At, when you oh, were in, I mean, everybody that you that's on the CD you met at the university, you guys hung out. Yeah. I mean, did you get any school? <laughs> yeah, school was always easy to me. Like to be honest with you, uh, you know. And then once once I got with uh, once I got with Prince, and then uh, you know, ultimately trombone shorty, you know, I, I slowed up because now I'm a full time worker. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm having to pay bills, and so I went to school part time. And so, you know, school was already easy, and now you put me at, at part time. So I, I just knock it out in between. You know, when you got to do something, you got to do. You just get it done. Like there's no excuses. Just get it done. And so, you know, that's where we're at. But you know, I was definitely, you know, a, a college frat boy. <laughs> and I enjoyed myself, but you know, I still got a 3.0 GPA. And so, you know, that balance is is so important. I keep going back to when I first met you when you were all uh-huh. of. 15, 16 years yeah. old, like, you, and your mother was like, school comes first. Cause she was yeah. she was on the with us. And she was like, school yeah. comes first. He, I don't care about the music. He's got to get his education. She was so adamant yep. about that. Yeah, and yep. I always remember that. Always. Yeah. Yeah. She told me not. To, she told me not to take the Prince gig. I know. I know. <laughs> no. I remember telling us that. <laughs> she told me no. <laughs> I think that uh, you know Prince did a lot more than just influence my music career. Uh, he he also gave me my independence. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. so, and I and I think uh, once once my mom saw my independence, you know her her tune kind of changed. But you know I made the promise to her that you know look we're, we're gonna get school done. And so I've got one class left. And I've still been taking taking semesters off, but still going part time. And I've got one semester left, and I'll graduate in April. Yeah, oh. April, okay. yeah, so oh. that's where we at. I got to keep my word, you know. Yes, I you didn't do. tell her when, but I did tell her I was going to graduate. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> All right, this is Stones of Love. Yeah, perfect time for right now. Rubbing my hands all over your body 
Jackson's new release, Life of the Party. It's available now, so definitely um, run and go get that. You'll find it on his website, bkjackson.com. It's also on CD Baby. Um, so definitely pick this one up. All right, BK, where are you playing next? Man, I've got a couple of stuff. And honestly, I, I can only, t- I'm so nearsighted when it comes to shows. It's just sad. Because <laughs> <laughs> there's so many, it's always hard to keep up with. Uh, but tomorrow I will be at a, a Jazzy. I believe 159 in St. Louis. Um, and this weekend I'll be back in New Orleans with some of Shorty. Um, and then some, some other stuff later on in the in the year. I'm, honestly, I can't remember everything. Uh, I know we'll be just outside New York for uh, the New Year's this year, uh, which is going to be great. Uh, but, you know, just still working, working hard very much so. My entire schedule is on my website, ekjackson.com. Uh, slash tour is right there and then you can uh, check out where the shows are and stuff so you know looking forward to uh, hitting the stage and coming to a city near you 
That's right. That's right. I wish you guys would come here, but uh, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. All right, I'm going to close the show with Top Flight. Tell me about this. Hey. Oh, man. So just just because every song's about a party, you know, we might as well keep the party going, right? (laughs) So in college at FAMU on Wednesdays, uh, there's this one particular hole in the wall. You know, they they, they, it's the place where everybody goes. They got the best chicken wings and french fries. They serve literally the best drinks. The slogan for this place, and I kid you not, is literally written on the marquee. It says, Top Flight Club, where the drinks are real. (laughs) And they are not lying. Um, It's the place that we used to go after, you know, after school for happy hour uh, on Wednesdays uh, and then Saturdays as well. And, you know, FAMU was the school I went to, Florida a University in Tallahassee. And, you know, since you cross those tracks, it's right there in the middle of the hood. But it is my favorite place. I mean, I just love being in that atmosphere um, just because it's just I'm partying with my people. There's a, a – I don't know. I don't know how it's still, like, really – it's like a barbecue out there. You know, you get some of everything – um, and there are so many characters that come there, and it's just a place to be. I think the best place to describe it is in every Tyler Perry movie, the guy takes the girl out on a date to this hole in the wall. That's top flight. <laughs> it's like a different level of bougie, you know, but it's still fun, right? Um, and so on Wednesdays, you can only do two songs of karaoke. So I like to do two to three songs of karaoke. So the, the rules are either you do one solo and then you can come back and do a duet with somebody else. So okay. I created I created an alias named Mr. <laughs> Top Flight. <laughs> so I would sign up as BK Jackson for the first song, and when it was time to do the second song, it'd be under Mr. Top Flight, so that the person that was actually bringing up the names wouldn't realize that they called the same person up twice. Mm-hmm. And so that's how I came up with Mr. Top Flight. And if you've ever seen me live – Thing, you just know I bring that same energy to karaoke. It's literally a performance. You would think these people pay me. I took Trombone Shorty to the spot. We play, We were there on a Wednesday, and I said, look, man, I'm going to take you to a place. They got the best chicken wings, best Long Islands. So we get there. I had left the table for some reason. I can't remember what it was. And, of course, here comes the announcer. The announcer says, all right, now we want to welcome up to the stage Mr. Top Flight. When Troy tells this story, he's like, I'm sitting there eating the chicken wings. I'm thinking the owner about to come up. (laughs) He had had no idea that I was going back up there to do another song. Um, But Mr. Top Flight, man, that's – it's the anthem. It's, it's the song. It's one of the first songs I recorded for this project. It stood the test of times. Um, it's the groove. It's it's literally the beat, man. It's got some of everything in there. Um, we've got the horns. We've got the groove. But ultimately, it's just that that vibe. It's that party starter. It's that party. It's that party ender. It's everything that essence who I am as a as a person on and off the stage. I just don't like to be bored. I like to have a good time. And that's who Mr. Top Flight is, and that's what this song is. Mr. Top Flight. All right, Mr. Top Flight. Um, Before I play that, um, I have a comment and a question from Ollie in the chat room. His comment Uh is, it's great that all these players came out of Prince Band. Now his music lives in them, which is so true. You and and, um, I'm sorry, what's, uh, uh, um, Adrian. Adrian, thank you. Thank yep. you, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And his question is, what does BK stand for? Uh, BK is, is my first and middle name, Bernard Kemp. 
and then Jackson. Obviously, it's my last name, and that's how we got BK Jackson. All right, there you go. All right, let everyone know where they can find you on social media. I am at BK Jackson Sacks. That's literally my tag for everything. So it's on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash BK Jackson Sacks. Instagram, BK Jackson Sacks. Twitter, BK Jackson Sacks. Um, and if you can't remember that, just go to the website, www.pkjackson.com. And you can find me on iTunes and Amazon and Tidal and get this new album. It's on all platforms. It's called Life of the Party. Thank you all so much. Terry, I appreciate you for always bringing me in um, and never hesitating to pick up my call. I love you for that. And thank you so much for what you do for the smooth jazz community, especially the indie artists, and giving us a platform to come and, uh, and to share our music with the world. Oh, it's my pleasure. It is my pleasure. I love you, BK. Congrats on this new release. And much, Thank you much, so much. much. Love you back. To you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. That saxophone is BK Jackson. His new release is Life of the Party. As he said, you'll find it everywhere. So definitely pick this up. Ollie, thanks again for hanging out in the chat room. Appreciate you. You've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen. And I look forward to Talking Smooth Jazz with you again next time from Life of the Party. This is Mr. Top Flight. Have a deep Yeah. <laughs>
you for listening to Talking Smooth Jazz. Follow the Jazz Queen on Twitter at Jazz underscore Queen on Facebook and Instagram at Talking Smooth Jazz. And visit the website, TalkingSmoothJazz.com. 